The following program is intended for mature audiences. Listener discretion is advised. The views expressed are those of the panelists and not necessarily those of the sponsors, Broadway Media, or any school district, their respective managements or employees. Geekshowpodcast.com. Welcome to a brand new episode. Name of the episode is I Recommend 30. It was going to be Dark Tony, but I didn't want to make anyone jealous. <laughs> I recommend 30. That's the name of the episode. Uh, we always have a great time doing this for you, and uh, we gla- we're glad that you enjoy it as well. After all these years, you're still listening. Thank you so much. We try to put out a uh, good, fun episode every every week, and it's just interesting because, you know, when I, when I talk to other podcast people, people who do podcasting, uh, you know, they uh, they talk about all the, you know, effort that goes into it. And I, and I just go, you know, it's funny because all I do is I gather some news stories that I find throughout the week. And, and then I tell them to my friends and my friends make jokes. I mean, it's, <laughs> it's, it's entirely, this podcast is entirely too easy because I'm surrounded by so many good quality, talented people that happen to be my friends. So, I mean, it's, it's, it's a great thing. And, and we're glad that you enjoy sitting and listening to me and my friends, you know, bullshitting about this stuff that we love. Uh, it's, it's great that you guys do that. And it's great that, uh, we have our fine sponsors that make this whole thing possible. I mean, that's even better. Uh, so, uh, thank you to, uh, uh, the nerd store and Dr. Volts. It's a great time to be a geek in Utah. Dr. Volts and the nerd store teaming up comics, collectibles, action figures, so much more. No matter what side of the valley you live on, there's a place for you. The Nerd Store in Valley Fair Mall and Dr. Volts at 2043 East 3300 South. I'll see you next Wednesday at Dr. Volts. All right. Uh, A couple of other things that you need to be aware of. Our Patreon, of course, is uh, just booming. And we again, we thank you all. Uh, That's where your deep dives for Falcon and the Winter Soldier are going to be. That's where we're going to do those kind of things, because here on the free podcast, we're going to touch on it, yes, but the deep dives, the spoiler-filled stuff, that's happening on Patreon, also along with the other stuff, videos and things. I think Lee's going to do a moisturizing regimen on Patreon, Uh, but uh, we're having a lot of great fun at our Patreon. It's uh, geekshowgotthiscovered.com is the link to get you to our Patreon. It's uh, it's it's easier than spelling Patreon, we've discovered. Thank you, Mike. <laughs> also, uh, people have been asking about merch because they see me every once in a while with my Geek Show mug, and they'll see Rebecca with her uh, Geek Show leggings. <laughs> That's all available for you. Just go to geekshowpodcast.com and click on the merch button. It's all there. I was amazed at how quickly my mug arrived. I ordered it. It, was, it seemed like it was a week and a half later. Boom, it was there. Faster than the Star Trek fan club, I'll tell you that. That's another story. Uh, But uh, yeah, our merch is there at geekshowpodcast.com. Click on the merch button. It'll take you to a link where you can order hoodies and mugs and all that stuff with our Geek Show logo on it. And uh, yeah, then again, our Patreon. We thank you for that. All right, let's get to this brand new episode. Everybody made it. And the name of the episode is I Recommend 30. Please to enjoy. Welcome back, everyone. Oh, yeah. 
You know, if you're listening to this podcast, you can't see. I mean, if you, if you look at the picture that we post on our social media for each episode, you can see what we are seeing right now. Uh, what we on the podcast are seeing, that is. And I get to see all of your faces. Hi. Hi, everyone. Hello. Hi. All, in, all in your homes. All comfy. Mm-hmm. On a cloudy, windy day. <laughs> yeah, it's cold. I need to warm up. I'm tired of this, like, smarch weather. Next week. I well, except, except for Monday when it's when it's scheduled to rain yeah. and snow. Af- after that, then I'm buying <laughs> then I'm buying tomato plants. After that, yeah. but you guys, that means Tuesday on my birthday, it'll be oh. warm. Mm. Nice. Everybody remember Tuesday. Tuesday, <laughs> April twenty seventh. Just throwing like that it was out a there. Gentle reminder. <laughs> In case you forgot. She's the birthday girl. She's Rebecca Frost, everybody. Hi. I'm Yay. turning thirty-two. Ooh. That's a good age. Is it? I remember yeah. my thirty-two years. Yeah. Year of thirty-two. I don't. Yeah. It was only four <laughs> years ago for me. I just love imparting the wisdom to people who are about to turn 30 like hey when you turn 30 all of your fucks they disappear like you don't mm-hmm. have to Speak worry about it. those anymore and it's mm-hmm. like turning 30 it's incredible i recommend it <laughs> you should try closing in on 50 right guys close again <laughs> i said goodbye to that a while ago yeah i know but i'm just saying you speak as though i'll still be around or the world will still be around by the time i hit 50 yeah you know wonder what it'll be like Come that's on. that's the kind of nihilism a guy who grew up in my generation would. Yeah, I was like, that. "What? That's pretty dark, Tony." I well, like it. I like I it. You want the youth of a millennial, the cynicism I, of a Gen Xer? Yes, he's <laughs> he's dark, Tony. <laughs> he's dark, Tony. That's Coming our new character, Bizarro Tony, darkest timeline, oh, Tony. Dark Tony. I'm so hanging out with Dark Tony. Dark <laughs> Tony yeah. is awesome. Dark, dark Tony. <laughs> I, I broke through the barrier. I hail from the apocalypse uh, age timeline, age of apocalypse what's, timeline. What's Dark Tony's um, catchphrase? Uh, Why Dark bother? Tony's, yeah. <laughs> no, no, no. Dark, Dark Tony's Dark Tony's catchphrase is meh. Yeah. Well, Dark Tony's probably still super nice. He'll help you out with your computer problems. Loves Mountain oh, yeah. Dew and Skittles, but you know. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah, bother? but my exactly, but my my outlook on everything in general, meh. Yeah. Nice. Dark. Can you want to oh. try this new flavor of Mountain Dew, Dark Tony? Eh, well, fine, yeah, I, I get excited for that, but life in general. It's his kryptonite. <laughs> Check me out on Twitter at Quad T Tony. Maybe post some dark thoughts later. Who knows? <laughs> I uh, think that. Meh. I think. Why I think bother? you need. I think you need to create a new Twitter persona, Dark Tony, <laughs> and it should be you, like in goth makeup. Oh. And and My it should just love doing that. And it would just me. and it would just post like dark, you know, thoughts from from Utah County. You know, have you? This is a question that I know I've, that you're going to say no to. But have you watched Bajillion Dollar Properties, specifically season three? Because one of the main characters, who is like a clean cut, like fairly conservative boy, he goes into an emo phase, and he just buys bangs like dark black bangs and like p- clips them to the top of his head <laughs> well, now, now i, I want to watch this I love oh it's it. one of my most favorite shows it's improv and real estate so <laughs> i love it yeah i'm on the gadget spot podcast too yeah yeah you know <laughs> it's there it's for however long it's gonna be there hey if you start your dark uh tony i'll i'll start a positive shannon it's Ooh. positive Shannon, everyone. 
Hey, positive Shannon. How are you? Positive tip. It finally happened. It, it finally happened, you guys. Um, anybody that uh, is a friend of mine on Facebook knows that I am you're a... The, you're the meme king. I am the meme fucking king, right? Um, it distracts me from how terrible the world is. Well, I post a lot of shit. I would say 70% of it's pretty dark, right? Dark Tony. Time Never to follow got, Shannon around. I, I've never <laughs> arch nemesis. <laughs> I've never got put in face uh, Facebook jail before, ever, until today. Hey, congratulations! And, and it was for, for a, a comment po- that you made. It, it was no, ago. it was a meme that I posted that said, um, "Stop filming racist people and beat them up." You know, just beat them up instead. And then, and then the reply underneath it says. If you if you wear a GoPro, you can do both. Ah, yeah, yeah. I'm in go. Facebook jail for 24 hours because well. this. Violates... Oh shit! So everybody put some money in his commissary. No, no, but they, like, so, <laughs> because it violates it violates the community standards on violence, and I'm like, okay, cool. Lesson learned. Well, Facebook. I'll try to be nicer to racists. Well, my my first question is, which community? You know. Right. <laughs> Yeah, is racist a protected uh, group of individuals now? I, I guess, guess so. I guess. Jeez. So, Edward, anyway, you guys, let's all be nicer to racists. Actually, Tucker, okay. if Tucker Carlson has his way, it'll be that way. Oh I gotta. Ooh. I'm gonna see Jay? if I can find this. No, like, cause yo, I all right. So I, I'm in the. Com- uh, this is a good time to do an intro. Hey, uh, yeah. Hi, Jay. Pick, Jay, what are you doing? Yeah, what's up? Uh, follow me on social media, uh, LinkedIn, Twitter, uh, TikTok. Uh, thank you for checking out Full Feather Fridays. Uh, they're they're back. Uh, TikTok seems to be the the wave that they the the format that it works. So I appreciate everybody supporting it. Really, like it's it's back and it's it's I love it. So thank you for the support. Um, but yeah, speaking of racist, so there was a guy in this uh, group. I you know I belong to a community group, like you know, like like a sugarhood. Uh, you know, those, those like come buy some free shit in Salt Lake or whatever. Mm. Uh, this guy says it was some community argument about is the day after the verdict, and he's like, look it up. Thomas Nava says, look it up. Blacks are borderline retarded, just what? like Asia is very smart. What? Right. <laughs> Wow. Huh? Okay. Wow. What? So I just said, "Hey, I don't know you, man, but you're better than this. Do better." Like you're, mm-hmm. th- you're like clearly yeah. like, and like I'm not gonna cancel you. I'm just yeah, gonna be was... like, "Yo, man, clearly and... you you you're better than this." And that well, was it's not cancel culture. It's holding your it's holding people accountable. Culture. That, exactly. that part. So yo. So mm-hmm. so then he DMs me. He slides into my DMs, guy. No. You know to bo- double down to double down. Yeah. No. He no. He says yeah. for what it's worth. It came out wrong. I was trying to say I couldn't believe I found this shit on the internet, but instead it blew up in my face. I was like, well, you think? Yeah. And I, I said to him, for what it's worth, you referring to an entire race of people as borderline retarded is flat out discriminating, offensive, and completely asinine. I don't know how it came out wrong, but clearly you have some work to do and figure out why you're so prejudiced against people. I screenshotted <laughs> this shit to him and say, mm-hmm. yo, my guy, this you? Do better, Thomas. He says, I was looking up the IQ of racists uh, just because I was stupid enough to qu- quit something. He meant to say, quote something off the Internet doesn't make it right. It just proves I'm stupid. 
but I was trying to make everyone aware of what stupid shit is out there. And all I did was show everyone that I'm borderline retarded. Yep. <laughs> there it is again. And then, no, 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 no. Gets, like, I, this is the last thing. This is the last thing. So I said, racism is moronic and I abhor every form of it. Search deep inside yourself why you felt the need to Google the IQ of, a, of, of races to prove a point. The amount of self-reflection you need is almost insurmountable. Wow. He says, I told you I'm not that smart. I don't even know what that last word means. I'll just shut up. And so then, and then my final thought, so I said, so you'll look up the IQ of race, uh, of certain races to prove you're a racist, to, to prove an, a racist and valid point, but won't look up a fucking word in the dictionary. Got nope. it. Yeah. That's, uh, see, that's what, that's the problem. That's what we see, deal that's with. What, sorry. If sorry. you literally type the word into Google, it'll tell you. See, here's the thing. The internet was supposed to bring us together in wonderful ways, but the internet yeah. didn't realize that we're stupid fucking human beings. <laughs> and we're going to, yeah. what we're going to do is bring together all the stupid people and we have to hear from them as well. You know? Right. <laughs> well, see, and, and the thing about, is like- It's all about lot, learning perfect empathy, right? Just exactly. understanding every single point of view. But I, exactly. but I just try, you know, and I wasn't gonna, and like, this guy's easily cancelable. Yo, I, this is light work cancellation. This is like, yo, we could, <laughs> we could fuck up a Yelp review for this guy anytime. But like, I just was, I tried to give him some knowledge and show some compassion. Like, who hurt you, bro? Didn't like, let's, let's break it down. Nope, didn't, didn't break it down. He don't even, he, he won't Google it. But anyways, check me out. Social media, I got shows coming up. I'm in the Arts District of Taunton. I'm in Rhode Island. I'm going to be going in Connecticut. Follow my shit. It's about to be popular. Okay, right. what occur, everyone? Uh, hi, Lee George Cade. How are you? Hello, friends. <laughs> looking, looking comfortable there in the library. <clears throat> I'm Positive so very lead. comfortable. I'm very, very, very comfortable. I It's my new moisturizer routine every, ah. every morning. I get out of the shower. I put on my moisturizer. I'm feeling so fresh and so smooth. But there's a couple of things I wanted to talk about. First, on your point about the internet, how we're supposed to bring us together, we seem mm -hmm. to forget Arthur C. Clarke's 2001 A Space Odyssey. What did I'll those... What did those primates do when they got the obelisk? Did they come together with the newfound knowledge? No, they nope. killed each other. Yep. And two, we don't know what's in that obelisk. I'm not gonna go near it. It's full of two, stars. I've <laughs> spent <laughs> actually. I've spent the week you, researching. <laughs> this has cost me a lot of money and a lot of patience, but I finally, I'm finally comfortable saying this. Almond Joy has nuts. Mounds don't. Back to That's you. I've heard because that. yeah yeah what? because why? Because sometimes you feel like a nut. Sometimes you don't. There we go. Hey, look, can I just say, can I just mm -hmm. say, I really like moisturized Lee. Like, moisture, like, sm like, smoothly is a little bit different. You know what I'm saying? Smooth He's talking Lee. About it's Dark yeah. Tony yeah. and Smooth <laughs> Lee, that new detective series on ABC. <laughs> I, I am With from, our... I am from the smoothest timeline. <laughs> oh, God. With, with our sometimes Lee compatriot. Say when he catches a criminal. <laughs> I, I, I haven't caught any yet. <laughs> That's the problem. He's right got so much me. moisture yes. on his hands that they slip right, right out through his of fingers. his hands. Yeah. And I stand there behind him and go, eh. Yeah. Uh, doesn't matter anyway. Who cares? You know, the prison <laughs> system isn't about reformation anyway. It's all about punishment. Uh. And that's and, that, and that's our, which leads us to the criminal that they're trying to catch. Punishment, Carrie Jackson, our host. There wah, we go. Wah, 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 wah. Hey. 
I am the only just, person who is allowed to be judge, jury, and executioner. I decide who lives and who dies. And that's, no, you, you that's mispronounced it. that. It's judge, Judy, and executioner. Judge, Judy, and executioner. <laughs> yes, thank you. Did, I, would did love, I would love it. Did we intro Rebecca? We did. Oh, yeah. yeah. We started okay. with Rebecca. Remember, oh, it's my uh, birthday. Oh, that's right. Yeah. Okay. So you've already forgotten it's your birthday. Way I to go. I cannot believe this, Tony. Uh, wow, this, this is, is dark betrayal. Tony. <laughs> this is dark <laughs> Tony betrayal. Dark. Your birthday's next week? Who cares? Oh. <laughs> birthdays. It's just a number. I don't. It's just a uh, number. <laughs> <laughs> I remember I made a comment about being 32. I don't care. <clears throat> yeah. Uh, Monday through Friday, 6 Wait. to 10, x96.com. All right. Let's get this uh, started with uh, the, uh, the rousing... Uh, you know what, what? What is it that that you do before you go on a show to get the blood up? What do you you know to get pump get excited? To, to yeah, like up, warm up. up. Okay, here's pump what up. I here's what I here's what I listen to to motivate me to hyped. to do a good job. Here's my hype. Here we go. Here we go. You ready? <laughs> if radio DJs have taught me anything about radio, it's that you got to do two things: turn it up and rip the knob off. There you go. All right. There mm. we go. Hell yeah. No, oh, that's go terrible. through knobs okay. like I'm crazy. ready to run through a wall. Yeah. All right. Uh, let's see. Let's start with uh, a couple of. Uh, oh, raise a glass. Just a couple of quick ones here. We won't Whoa. dwell too long. Hey, I remembered a glass. Good nice. for you. Way Good to job. go. I got, it's a big novelty I got glass. Canada dry. Smoothly mm-hmm. remembers big smooth glasses. Oh, That's God, right. it's slipping out of my hand. Uh, <laughs> uh, we lost two this week, two from the uh, music industry. First of all, uh, Shock G from Digital Underground. Yo, that, oh, that shit. bummed me out. That was a sad I, one. I got to see them live at the oh, Zephyr yeah? Club. Does he wear right. his fake nose thing? When yeah, he's no, like, yeah. Well, no, he, he did for half of it. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. Like when they did their yeah. newer stuff, he didn't wear the nose. Yep. And when they did the older stuff, he wore the, the nose. And right. I got to tell you, I... it was it was for uh this it was the Sex Packets tour. Ooh. And uh it was the most metal concert I've ever seen in my life. Yep. They were throwing out these packs, right? That had like um they were like in Ziploc bags and it had like Cheetos and condoms and something else. In nice. It. They would throw oh, that yeah. out. Yeah. And they had bottles of champagne up on the stage. And they would pop them and they were just pouring them in people's mouths. Nice. It was fucking good. When, time. when, when was this? At the Zephyr 19, Club. 1990 yeah. something. What was, that? Okay. what was that? What was that Chevy Chase movie they were in? <laughs> Oh, nothing uh, but trouble. Nothing but trouble with. Oh uh, my god, that movie was amazing. Amazingly bad. Underrated movie. Amazingly bad. Underrated. Because you had the enemy of comedy Dan Aykroyd in there, disguised as an old man, with his dick nose. With, with a his dick, dick nose. nose. Yeah. Was was that when he was the judge of uh, that yes. small town? Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yep. yep. Yo, real quick, I gotta, sh- I, yeah, like R.I.P. to Shock G, because like, I the reason why I asked when that concert was was because I saw him like in 2011 mm-hmm. at Teasers, which is a club up in, wow. used to be a club up in Ogden. Yeah, yeah. And guess what? Still same performance. I mean, not champagne, <laughs> but like, yeah. but I mean, it was honestly the most metal shit. I, he's a hell of a performer. Puts the nose on, takes it off, plays piano, plays the drums. It's he's super talented. So. Oh yeah. Yeah, and gave us two pop. Oh. R.I.P. Shot G. Uh. Uh, so that was that was sad. And then Get busy from, in the Burger King bathroom. Now see, so Shock G's. Be, it looks like it was 1991 when I saw. Oh, that. okay. Wow. So Shock G is on this end of the musical spectrum, and now we're going all the way to the other side of the musical spectrum to oh, raise shit, a glass. Celine Dion. 
Yeah, raise a glass to, to Jim Steinman. Jim Steinman, ladies and gentlemen, who uh, made meatloaf. I mean, it's essentially... Jim Steinman is meatloaf hey, without the weight. Meatloaf, you know? you don't... My mom made meatloaf <laughs> re- a lot when I was little. I read this whole Twitter thread about how he wrote, it's all coming back to me now for Celine yeah. Dion. And mm-hmm. then meatloaf was pissed that he couldn't sing it. So meatloaf, like... <laughs> Hurry and recorded his own version of it, um, and it went number one in Norway. Uh, but <laughs> <laughs> all right, nice. he was just like pissed that he wrote this song and wouldn't let Meatloaf sing it. <laughs> um, yeah. So, uh, uh, but Jim Steinman, who had a a solo record where he did the singing, it, nobody knows about this. But the. Uh, <laughs> The first track on the on the solo record is is a spoken word piece, where he talks about killing his parents with a Fender guitar. Wow! Uh, yeah, it's it's that bad. I like um, this guy. The the line is, uh, <laughs> "Wait a minute, son. That's no way to treat a expensive musical instrument." And I Mother? looked at him and I said, "God damn it, Daddy! You know Mother? I love you. You know I, I love you. Kill you. Mother? You know I love you." But you've got a hell of a lot to learn about rock and roll. Oh, it was just awful. It was just. And then he went on to write The Phantom of the Paradise. Yes. Okay. Although this is good. There's a good line in this song, though. This is Paradise by the Dashboard Light. There's a funny line because he spends most of the song trying to convince this girl to have sex with him. Gross. And then. And he keeps saying, I'll love you till the end of time. I'll love you till the end of time. They finally have sex. And then his line is, and now I'm waiting for the end of time. Uh, I, I, I want, I, I'm done. I'm on my way. I'm, you know. That, <laughs> that, that, he's got that post-nut yeah. clarity. Yeah. Just, just awful. Just awful. Post-nut clarity is real. Times referred to me to Meatloaf as Mr. Loaf. Mr. Loaf. Mr. Loaf. <laughs> <laughs> but... Um, Meatloaf, he said this really nice thing about Mr. St- what was Steinman. Oh, well, they were. Died. They talked to about each other like they were lovers. So this is the nicest yeah. thing I've ever read in my whole life. After he died, his nurse Mary Beth left me a message saying how much he loved me. She said I was the one person he needed more than anyone else in his life. I don't want to die, but I may die this year because of Jim. I'm always with him, and he's right here with me now. I've always been with Jim, and Jim has always been with me. We belonged heart and soul to each other. We didn't know each other. We were each other. Oh, see what I mean? Wow. They, they, it was like That's they were lovers. Nice. Yeah. But, you know, if Meatloaf died, I'm okay with that. But hey, he's an ass. Uh, yeah, that's all there is to it. <laughs> Meatloaf is an ass. You know, even though he wrote this, even though Steinman wrote this, and Meatloaf performed this wonderful song. Meatloaf is, is a dick. Anyway, um, so we raise a glass to Jim Steinman. Uh, before we go to break, let I promise some geek news. I know we that's what that's what this show music is. Music geeks, there's music geeks. Sure, there are. I'm a music geek. It's, yeah. it's different. Yeah, it's different. So let's before we go to break. <laughs> Sticks, Sticks fans weren't beat up and shoved in lockers. <laughs> That's true. You don't know. That's true. That's true. I do. I go to high school when I went to high school. Okay. When you went to high school, Sticks fans were beat up and put in lockers. Because tell you what, millennials fucking hated Sticks fans, Rush fans, hated the whole gamut. (laughs) So before we go to break, the big news, the 
the best news that we got this week <laughs> was uh, calm down, Dark Tony. Um, no, no. The big news, and it was just released as I was watching the season finale of 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 uh, I nearly called it Captain America and the Winter Soldier, but uh, Falcon That's and well. the Winter Soldier. That's what it's called now. It was announced that uh, Malcolm Spellman, who has been the showrunner and writer on this season, uh, this series, Falcon and the Winter Soldier, he is in charge of Captain America 4, a movie. Yes! Uh, Nice. Oh, shit. Cool. Now, it is likely to continue the story of Sam Wilson. What I hope it is, honestly, I hope it's truth, red, white, and black. I hope that he does a period piece. I, that's just my hopes. I don't know what it is. Nobody knows what the project is other than Captain yeah. America 4. I would love to see that story told on film. Yeah. But that's... I would hope it, I would hope that they go... They explore, like, the whole uh, Captain America realm. And, and, like, we get into characters like Patriot. We get into America. Yeah. Um, oh, that, that would be awesome. They are Very setting cool. up Young Avengers. They are 1,000% setting yeah, up Young Avengers. I, I, yeah, and I'm like... <laughs> I would, I'm, where's America at? I want to see her. So it's just like, let's go. Yeah, where's Gary? I yeah. am willing to bet money that America Ferrera shows up in the She Hulk TV show. Not America Ferrera. Mm. Uh, um, it's just a America fun name Chavez. To say. America Chavez. America Chavez. Is a character scene, I'm yeah. willing to bet money she shows up in She Hulk. I hope you're right. But anyway, we're getting Captain America 4 with uh, this guy in charge and uh, no director to, uh, attached to it yet. But uh, there you go. I'm, I'm looking forward to it. I, it's just, it's, it's just nice. It's nice. All right, let's take a break, and we'll be back after these, after these messages. messages. We'll be right, right back. Doing a humpty hump. Well, let's see what's happening at uh, Dr. Volt's and the Nerd Store. In mainstream comics, Marvel is getting ready for Heroes Reborn, and DC now has two Batmen. In indie comics news, the chaotic gang at Bad Idea have released ENIAC number two and a new title, Tankers Number One. Here's the plot. The CEO of global energy conglomerate Greenleaf Oil has just discovered that the planet only has a decade or less of petroleum left before it's gone forever. Greenleaf, like you do, develops time travel to change the course of the asteroid that wiped out the dinosaurs, hoping to ensure that more fossil fuels are available upon their return. When they get back, nope. Dinosaurs. Evolved, angry dinosaurs. Like like happens. Also, Keanu Reeves and Matt Kent's Berserker drops issue number two this month, and the Nerd Store and Dr. Volt's team have an astounding contest. For every issue of Berserker you buy, you get an entry into a drawing to win a 1 in 1,000 ratio variant of issue number one signed by Keanu Reeves. It's that easy. All these exciting titles are available at Dr. Volt's and the Nerd Store right now. Get yours before they're sold out. The Nerd Store in the Valley Fair Mall and Dr. Volt's Comic Connection, 2043 East, 3300 South in Salt Lake. And we're back. Okay, uh, now we spoke about uh, Falcon and the Winter Soldier uh, earlier, but uh, a a quick reminder, uh, we do the deep dive and we're going to do the deep dive on the uh, season finally of of, uh, Falcon and the Winter Soldier. (laughs) Oh, Uh, Oh, do I have shit to say. Rebecca has things to say uh, coming up, but you'll only be able to hear that on our Patreon. So go to geekshowgotthiscovered.com. It's uh, very affordable. People who have joined are telling their friends and they love it. We keep getting more and more people joining up all the time. And it's it's great to have you all. That's where a lot of our really fun stuff happens is at uh, geekshowgotthiscovered.com. All right. Uh, let's oh, we even put some not so fun stuff on there just to balance things out. Oh, yeah, yeah, that was mine. That was probably yeah. mine. 
That's Dark Tony. Uh, <laughs> that was me. <laughs> um, okay, so this is the news that we got. You know, because it was weird. I was I was going through the Marvel Cinematic Universe on my Disney Plus app, and I was just like watching, you know, rewatching some of them in this in this uh, pandemic time. And I was thinking to myself, you know, I'm I'm missing the the Tom Holland Spidermans in here. You know, I that that needs to be here. I'm glad you're bringing this up because I'm confused about this. It's well, <laughs> it's it's hard to understand because um, I've read the article four times and I'm still, eh, you know, <laughs> yeah. So Sony. Okay, let's back up. Sony owns the motion picture rights to Spider-Man and the Spider-Universe, which means any character which is considered a Spider-Man character, you know, like Mary Jane Watson, J. Jonah Jameson, the Scorpion, all of those. Miss Lyon. Yeah, Miss Lyon even. Uh, Sony has the rights to those characters to put into movies and TV shows. All right. Marvel has the rest. Uh, Marvel borrowed, they called Sony and said, hey, can we borrow a cup of Spider-Man for a couple of these movies? And then Sony called Marvel and said, could you come over and make a Spider-Man movie for us? Because we don't seem to do it right. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) So that's been the synergy between the two companies as far as Spider-Man goes up until this point. Uh, Here's the deal that was just made with Sony. They've signed a deal with Disney that will allow its upcoming theatrical releases from 2022 to 2026 to appear on Disney streaming services, Disney streaming and cable services, uh, which means uh, that could be your Disney Plus. That means probably Hulu would be my guess. They'll probably stick it on Hulu. Mm-hmm. But um, so that's the deal. Now, again, that's 2022 to 2026. So whether we're going to get our Spider-Man movies with Tom Holland, these two that we have, and probably not this new one that's coming because it's not 2022 when it's being released, mm. we probably won't get those. But anything after that, we'll be getting. Now, another important thing to remember is that Sony used to be Columbia Pictures. They own a whole shit ton of movies, and that's all going to be coming to like Hulu, and uh, and Disney will get the rights to them as well. I mean, we're talking about... Movies like Close Encounters of the Third Kind, uh, On the Waterfront, Bridge on the River Kwai, Ghostbusters, uh, Karate Kid, Men in Black, Bad Boys, Charlie's Angels. Those are just a few examples of the things that Columbia slash Sony owns that they're going to allow on Hulu or Disney Plus or any Disney-owned cable even. So that's, that's how it works. So, so what? Yeah, it sounds like yeah. they're well, definitely like not wanting to let go. Of- yeah, they're gonna they're gonna stay holding hands. Well, I mean, they, yeah. Sony was Sony was smart. It's like even they can see there's too many streaming services, and they're like, well, you know, we could start yeah. one, but why? You know, why should we do that? So, am I taking crazy pills, or was there a story like three weeks ago about Sony uh, and Netflix making a deal? Yeah, they they made a deal up to a certain point. So their deal was only good till 2022, I guess. Yeah, I'd have to go back and find that story. I saw it uh, sitting in my big pile of dead stories. Would you, Rebecca? Thank you. So that's that's kind of how that's going down. How and where all of these movies will wind up? That's a good question. Uh, But you know, just as long as you'll be able to watch Morbius, uh, that's all that Shannon cares about. God damn! Shut up. (laughs) <laughs> Shannon wants his movie. I All do. right, uh, Doom Patrol. 
Yeah. Yeah. yeah now we yeah, we yeah. we okay. love Doom Patrol, and we told you about yes, the do. Dead Boy Detective Agency. Yeah. Uh, last week, they're coming to Doom Patrol season three. Well, now they're adding some more characters from DC Comics into Doom Patrol okay. season three. Okay. So DC fans, pay attention. Uh, comic books, uh, comic book fans will know the Brotherhood of Dada. A group, oh, yeah. of, oh, a group of a group of superpowered agents of mayhem. They're not really evil per se, it says here. Now they've been renamed for Doom Patrol for the TV series as the Sisterhood of Dada. Nice. Even though they have the same number, uh, same members. So here are the official cast and character descriptions. Uh, this is from the production company. Micah Joe Parker will play Malcolm. He is quiet, sensitive, and thoughtful soul who would often rather be invisible than face this unforgiving world. Sounds like Dark Tony. Mm. Um, <laughs> Win Everett will play Shelley Byron, a.k.a. The Fog. Supposedly a terrorist, Shelley is charming, seductive, poetic, and a bit crazy. Miles Musenden will play Lloyd Jefferson, a.k.a. Frenzy, a sculptor of strange life masks who is covered with tattoos and scars, the memories and injustices that immortalize his life. He is cryptic and stoic with a capacity for extreme devastation. Uh, Anita Calthara will play Holly McKenzie, a.k.a. Sleepwalk. A lighthearted ne'er-do-well, Holly knows where the best parties are. After a wild night of partying, she usually takes a nice long nap in an ice cream truck where she works. Okay. Uh, and don't wake her up or there'll be hell to pay. Gina Hirazumi will play Sachiko, a.k.a. The Quiz. A lighthearted ne'er... Yeah, The, the quiz. quiz. A lighthearted ne'er-do-well. Uh, Holly knows... No, I see. I see. Uh, no, she's an enigmatic germaphobe whose crippling phobias mask awe-inspiring powers. Now, it's, the article that I found says that they are slightly changed from the comic books, like... Um, the fog's power was that uh, he could uh, either turn into a cloud that could absorb people, but he could still hear them in his mind. I don't <laughs> you guys, it's a, it's a really weird group. And if you Google image, yeah, Google image, and you'll be like, well, I can't wait to see this shit live. Sleepwalk. Yeah, yeah I'm all yeah, for it. Sleepwalk is super strong, but only when she's sleeping. <laughs> Uh, the quiz's power was having every superpower you haven't thought of, forcing Doom Patrol to keep naming superpowers in an attempt to stop her. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. Uh, Frenzy is the most changed because the comic says she could turn into a human cyclone, which uh, doesn't match the, match the TV incarnation. Uh, I'm sure they'll change it. And apparently Malcolm is a character from the Second Brotherhood of Evil whose super name is Mr. Exclamation Point. And his torso is a birdcage. I'm, I'm with it. So I'm familiar with him. So I'm looking. <laughs> I'm looking at the uh, DC, you know, wiki on these guys, mm -hmm. and they appeared first in Doom Patrol Volume Two. So that's mm -hmm. your Grant Morrison just craziness. And uh, this this makes me happy. I hope they I hope they tie it into this because the origin of this uh, Brotherhood of Dada is Mister Nobody. Oh, well, and there you go. So I really hope they're bringing him back for season three. And the Brotherhood of Dada isn't about, uh, you know, world domination or whatever. They just want to sow chaos. Mm -hmm. <laughs> so, Which is what Mr. Nobody cool. was all about. E okay. Exactly, yeah. All right. Um, now, this is interesting because 
Uh, NBA is trying to get me to watch sports. I did it, and it's awesome. Well, <laughs> well did, did you hear about this, though? Yes, I did, and it was awesome. ESPN <laughs> and Marvel are presenting okay. an alternate telecast of the May 3rd yep. NBA, it says, contest. Is that game? Okay. Um, <laughs> well, it doesn't say game. It says contest. Yeah, anyway, that's, that's a weird choice of words. The May 3rd NBA contest between the Golden State Warriors and New Orleans Pelicans game that will feature... An in-game storyline featuring members of the Avengers and other superhero-themed elements. What? The, bro the broadcast will feature 3D virtual characters including Iron Man, Black Panther, Captain Marvel, Captain America, Black Widow, and Doctor Strange, along with custom graphics and animation. The theme telecast is dubbed Arena of Heroes, and it will air on ESPN2 and ESPN, uh, and stream on ESPN+. Uh... It's awesome. But what it is, is during the game, a parallel story will take place in which Black Panther and Iron Man receive word of an impending threat and seek to recruit new members from the players on the court. So it's like Space Jam, but Marvel. Huh. Uh, three players uh, from... I, huh? Three players, watch it. three players from each team, <laughs> Stephen Curry, Draymond Green, and Andrew Wiggins of the Warriors. That's Draymond. That's Draymond. That's Draymond. Draymond. Same. And Zion Williamson, Brandon Ingram, and Lonzo Ball of the Pelicans will be awarded Marvel Hero Points for each point, rebound, assist, block, and steal they accrue with points taken away for missed shots, free throws, and turnovers. So their performance in the game can affect the outcome of the story? That's right. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah. No, I saw I saw this on Instagram, and I, it, I think the concept looks cool. And <laughs> If it got yep. it got it got carried to talk about sports. I know, right? <laughs> it won. <laughs> yeah, it's already won. I <laughs> it already won. This reminds me a little bit of I think it was last year. Uh, Nickelodeon was broadcasting NFL games. They, yeah, that uh, was and having uh, like the voice actors that of yeah. some of their cartoons provide the commentary. Is that right? The slime yeah. cast that was awesome. The slime That's, cast, yeah, yeah. They reference that in this story. They say it's 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 from the same people who brought you that. They're just doing it with Marvel this time. Huh. So well, there it makes you go. sense since since Disney owns ESPN. It's all yeah. it's all corporate synergy with their mm -hmm. you know stuff. So, so don't that's... you fucking say synergy again, Tony. <laughs> I will. I'm dark, Tony. I, I say what, what I want. Bullshit you bring in from your dark timeline. Synergy's not part of that deal. I'm gonna get you in my Good synergy. Lord. So that's uh that's May third. All right. Do you do you want to hear the update on this Netflix yes. Disney Sony thing? Yeah, yeah. It's Let me. Uh, confusing as that's, hell. Yes. that's what I was saying. It is so, confusing. Go ahead. So Sony and Netflix made a deal that Netflix gets first look. Um, Netflix gets to be the first place that any of its stuff gets to go stream, including Spider Man content. Um, okay. And that also that also starts in 2022. Okay. But part of but part of their contract with Netflix included that they could still license streaming rights with other companies. So they also set up this thing with Disney, but Netflix technically gets first dibs. And so yeah. things that will go to so things will go to Disney once they leave Netflix. Once they leave uh -huh. Netflix. Okay. I knew, so I knew there was something weird about it. Yeah. It so it took me Four articles and rewatching a video like yeah. five times to grasp it. We need <laughs> our like, we need we need our lawyer Mike here to explain it to us. Yeah. That's what I was that's what I was going to say. This is something their corporate lawyers put together. This is yeah. Bonkers. yeah this is 
Yeah. So you're saying right. it'll go to Disney if Netflix chooses to pass on the Spider-Man movie. That's what exactly. it sounds like. Yeah. 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 yeah I'm and, sure and Netflix and so is going to. So Netflix gonna... is going to be like, hmm, oh, that's a hard pass. We've decided yeah. we just don't. Yeah. Do people like <laughs> Spider-Man anymore? Uh, I don't know. Um, mm-hmm. So we'll tell you what. We'll pass on Spider-Man when it hits season three. But yeah. otherwise, yeah. we'll take it. Exactly. That's your Netflix philosophy. Uh, a bunch of casting happened this week. Uh, the first one I'm I'm very curious and kind of excited about. Uh, because if you watch that show, Pen Fifteen, um, yeah, it's it's really good. <laughs> good Maya, show. Good show. Maya, Maya Erskine, who is how old Maya. is she? Do we know? Maya? Yeah, Maya Erskine. Maya. <laughs> how old is she in real life? Because she's playing like she's a fifteen-year-old girl. She's my yeah. age. She's your age. Because Pen Fifteen is my freaks and geeks. Like though. Yeah. They start junior high in the year 2000. That's when I started junior high. So <laughs> She is going to appear in the Obi-Wan Kenobi TV series uh, yes. for, for at least three episodes, it says here. Did they say so excited. who she's playing? It uh, does not say who she's playing. So if I were to be a speculator, I would say, boy, she would make an interesting Satine in a flashback. Oh. Mm. Oh. Because... I have a feeling a lot of the Obi-Wan Don't Kenobi series. I have a feeling a lot of the Obi-Wan Kenobi series is going to be him haunted by shit. Because yeah. he's sitting in the desert yes. like this looking at Luke, right? I mean, right. you know, that's And you yeah, can that's only doing this. Yeah. 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 <laughs> getting drunk, getting drunk at the cantina. Yeah. <laughs> Lee, Luke, Let's finish the joke. Finish the joke, Lee. So you can only masturbate so much. There it is. <laughs> All right, so there's that. Okay, uh, there is that. And it's all Sandy. He's like, I fucking hate doing it here. There's not a lot of stuff to drink. Maybe Anakin you can't replenish was onto your something. fluids. Hey, you know what? I fucking hate sand too, Anakin. God damn it. God, Anakin was onto something. So you see, you see Obi Wan Kenobi's jar of Vaseline. It's got sand in it. He goes, Well, Anakin was right. Eventually, you get used to the texture. I have the higher ground. It's kind it's of a, it's kind of a thrill now. It's uh, you know, all right. Eventually, a callus is over. Doesn't now, matter. Now, then oh, here's the other a callus dick. <laughs> yeah, who cares? Dark oh, Tony doesn't you'd care. You have to be like doing stuff. It's like well, ribbed for her pleasure, callus nope, for her pleasure. Nope, bye, bye segment. <laughs> Goodbye. <laughs> all right. More casting Tony went too far. He went too far. Yeah. More casting. Callus um, dick. So the uh, Secret Invasion TV show uh, that we're getting on uh, Disney Plus, which will star uh, Samuel Jackson and uh, oh, I forgot the guy's name who played the Skrull, Ben Mendelsohn. And, Mendels, and Mendels, Julia yeah. Louis Dreyfus. And possibly Julia Louis Dreyfus. So. No, I already yes, cast JLD. her, and I'm in charge. Oh so, well, so. these. The following two actresses have been cast in this. I'm so show. excited! I think they're going to be so well together. I am interested if they're going to be like together or what the deal is. So you got Olivia Coleman, who is an Oscar-winning actress Perfect. and very perfection, and she's very good. She's joining the show, and so is Amelia Clark, the mother of what? dragons. Oh, yeah, she's yeah. all right, but I love her no matter what. Yeah. So they're both joining the show now. They're not saying what roles they're playing. You know what the situation is, but you've got two really good actresses there. Now, here's the weird part. I was doing a. You know, this came up with the news of of Amelia Clark. She has written a superhero comic. What? Yeah. Oh yeah, I read about this. It looks really good. This is weird. Okay. 
the mother of dragons is coming for the comics industry, it says here. Amelia Clark, who recently joined the MCU, has a new superhero comic for Image. It's called M.O.M., Mother of Madness. Mm. And it involves significantly more heroin-addicted raccoons than you would guess. <laughs> um, That's the real racket, raccoon. So, so the, she's teaming up with uh, I'm so a bunch... I'm sick of that trope! <laughs> she's, she's teaming up with... <laughs> A bunch of the uh, uh, writers and artists from the DC Bombshells line. And um, here's how she describes the, the star of the comic book. She can do a lot of stuff at certain moments in her month. She can do all of these wicked things, but they come from the fact that she is a woman who has a menstrual cycle. I thought it would be cool to have all the things that women don't like about themselves, flip that and make those the things that make her superhuman. She describes it as a Deadpool-esque blend of silliness, tongue-in-cheek humor, combined with a current feminist sensibility, explored an extreme gender-bending atmosphere, she says. This sounds crazy. So This sounds like secret deodorant, strong enough for a man, but pH balance for, what the fuck? Yeah, this is dope. <laughs> I'm like way on board. So there you go. Uh, a couple of other new uh, projects. Um, I don't have kids, so I don't know these YA novels, but apparently these are very popular. The uh, Wings of Fire books. I got them. You got them? They're yeah, dragon them. books? I've heard, of, I've heard of them. My son is kind of getting they're, into that. They're uh, all told from the perspective of the dragons. Oh, okay. There's like 20 books, apparently, in this no, set. No, there's not 20. There's... It says here. 20? Well, actually. Well, yeah. maybe I don't have them all then. <laughs> okay well maybe that's it uh, <laughs> no i've got a whole set in my room uh they've ordered uh, 10 episodes of an animated series and ava duvarnay is going to be in charge of it nice now, now that her she does. yeah she, i mean she's extremely talented and uh, she's got free time now because of that whole new gods situation that uh yeah that's that sucked that went was a to hell. about that yeah, I was yeah. actually looking forward to that. Same. Uh, I was I was muted a little bit earlier, but that mom comic, it's Amelia Clark, um, Isabel Richardson, and Marguerite Bennett. Yes. And Marguerite Bennett, ooh, I love everything she does, particularly oh. the um the A Force. Well then uh, you better call uh, Dr. Oh, and Bolts the new Batgirl. Get it Wait, in your hold. Not muted. Why by are me raccoons taking heroin? Let's go <laughs> back so to that know. trope. I, I no, wasn't was I wasn't silencing was women's voices. No, it was me. I had the button. Okay. All right. And then um, you're getting a uh, documentary movie. Not a documentary, but a, you know, it's a docu-movie, you know, where actors will play the people. I don't know. What oh, okay. The, anyway. That was, that's good. Uh, There's a word for that. I can't remember it, though, right now. Biopic? Yeah. Biopic. That's okay, it. yeah, yeah. It's a biopic uh, for Jim Henson. Uh, it's mm. going to be called Muppet Man, but he will be played by a person and not a Muppet. So. Damn it. <laughs> Uh, well, missed Muppet that Man. My, that goes my interest. Exactly. <laughs> missed opportunity there. Uh, so speaking got... of biopics, yes. I can't believe that there Me are going to be two <laughs> different TV series about the Tiger King. Yeah. Uh, what? Uh, yeah. Yeah. So Terrible. there's one with, with Nicolas Cage playing him. Okay. okay yeah, I remember talking that. about that one. Okay, yeah. And then there's a second one coming out that's got John Cameron Mitchell from... Uh, uh, Hedwig and the Angry Inch. Uh, okay. He's going to be playing Joe Exotic, mm -hmm. and um, Kate McKinnon. And Kate McKinnon playing that bitch Carol Baskins. And <laughs> oh I'm my just god, like, are you serious? Yeah, yeah, and I'm like, the, do we need to? Do we need the, one? 
Well, let's look at it this way. The last thing that Joe Exotic needs is more, more free publicity. Free yeah. publicity and attention, you know. Yeah. We've yeah. seen what that does to him and his mental yeah. health. This yeah. is not going to be good for him I, as a person. I hate everything about him. He's <laughs> just he is just he an awful person. He's awful. He's awful. Yeah. Do you guys want to hear some other even more like equally troubling news? Guess who's hosting SNL? Guess who's hosting SNL on May 8th? Me. Elon Joke? Musk. No. I hope he's just going to do like a little guest. intro at the beginning and then mm-hmm. not be in it at all after Musical that. guest Miley Cyrus, which is really disappointing because I fucking love her. But Elon Musk. What? I don't no, know wait. what they plan so, on doing with him. Like no. I, I enjoy his business ventures, but what, yeah, why we, would he be on SNL? This is horrible because look what SNL did. They humanized Trump. And now yeah. they're going to humanize this guy. Oh, it's terrible. That's What's the next? Surprised Grimes is a musical guest. Yeah, yeah, that would have been a clear connection. That they exactly. Like I would have been more interested in that. Yes. Uh, let's see. And then, uh, oh, let me flip this story. Here we go. Um, so I guess Bert Kreischer has a routine Bert called. Yes. Yeah, this comedian. Uh, shirtless. Shirtless guy, comedian. Why Bert does Kreischer. he do that? By the way. I don't know. It's. Huh? I hate. It's I hate. Thing. It. Um. He's got a he's got a routine called the machine where he talks about how he is involved with the Russian mob while studying in college abroad. Yes. It, apparently it's a whole routine. Um they're going to make it into a movie and Mark Hamill is going to play his dad. I love it. Huh. So it says here the film is inspired by the routine it sees the events of the story catch up with the comedian 20 years later when he and his father get kidnapped by the people that Kreischer wronged in the routine. So there you go. All right. It's fine. Yeah, it's fine. And finally, yeah, well, this before, before we go to break, finally, this. This is what you've been begging for. Okay. Let's, oh, my God. We all finally doing it. We Finally. all wanted we all wanted a Rock'em Sock'em Robots movie, right? Oh yeah, we got one. We had one. Real Steel. Hugh Jackman. Jesus yeah. Christ! I was in it. I played the guy in the <laughs> suit. Back, back away from that microphone, Carrie. <laughs> Since y'all came at me at once. I was. <laughs> I just I just needed to be known that they did this movie already, and it was called Real right. Steel. Okay. <laughs> all right. So I got you excited about the idea of a Rock'em Sock'em Robots movie. Can I seal the deal for you if I say Vin Diesel? Definitely not. That nope. again, no, that shut the door even harder. Well, well if he's spending the, that group money, if, if he's the voice of one of the robots, I'm in. I mean, he's done that once, and I really liked it with uh, Iron, Iron Giant. Robot. No, nope, he's robot. he's in it. Robot. He's playing. <laughs> he's playing a dad, and it's his daughter, and they again. They bond over robots. Real yeah. steel. Yeah. Again, real steel. It's real uh, steel. Carrie, yeah. Carrie yes. in your news, do you have the John Wick news? <laughs> I do not have the John Wick news. I am dad. So, Superman. Uh, what happened to Smoothly? <laughs> smoothly. Smoothly is. Checked out. Wow. It's Grootly? Is it Grootly? It's I am smoothly. dad. Grootly. Dad. Binley. Uh, th- they're going to make a, a show. A, a spin-off of the John Wick's a John Wick spin-off series called The Continental will yes. focus on a young yeah. Ian McShane and have 90-minute episodes. Yeah. Well, that, that, it's that funny cuz that's, that's actually based off it's based off a movie I made when I was young called The Incontinental. It was about me and Which my was when you were young? Uh, very young. I was, and not I was now? about it. 
That was Listen. about a year old. It's I was not potty trained yet. Here's how you make the here's how you make the perfect next John Wick movie. You get Bob Odenkirk to be in it as his character from Nobody. Oh, I need to watch that still. And they, and they, I need to watch that movie like this. And they team up. My eyes. You know, oh, John I Wick and up. John Wick and Bob Odenkirk team up. That's what I that want. Now I was awesome. I was disappointed because I saw that they were uh, doing a Continental TV series. Mm-hmm. I, I thought it was that character that Christopher Walken used to play on the on SNL. Right. <laughs> champagne. 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 May I get you some champagne? I'd watch that. I hope. Watson. No, no, no! I, don't leave! Don't leave! Those those uh, leave. definitely aren't creepy now. Well, let's I put was let's put that character you. in this TV series. Then <laughs> I was watching you through this periscope that I had installed in my closet. That uh, conveniently, oh my God. I don't know <laughs> how like, it gets in through your uh, bedroom, but it's, <laughs> no, oh, don't leave! Yeah. Don't leave! Don't leave! No, right. no, don't leave because. After these messages, we'll be, we'll right, be right back. back. Right back. We'll be right back. There are everyday actions to help prevent the spread of respiratory diseases. Wash your hands. Avoid close contact with people who are sick. Avoid touching your eyes, nose, and mouth. Stay home when you are sick. Cover your cough or sneeze. Clean and disinfect frequently touched objects with household cleaning spray. For more information, visit cdc.gov slash COVID-19. Furnished by the National Association of Broadcasters and this podcast. And we're back. Okay. Um, Mm -hmm. I wasn't going to talk about this, but I thought, what the hell? I thought you guys might have a few opinions on this. Uh, We don't have opinions here. Oh, dark Tony. (laughs) (laughs) Uh I couldn't get the actual op-ed because it's behind a paywall, and as much as I like to support newspapers, I wasn't going to pay just for this. So I found an article about it. Um, It was in the Orlando Sentinel, written by a guy from Las Vegas, which these things don't make sense to me. Uh, But he, uh, a self-described longtime fan of Walt Disney World, penned an op-ed blasting the company for making changes to popular attractions in the name of wokeness. I like to know that the women are being sold. (laughs) That was part of his complaint. Um, Don't take that away from me. Here's what he he had to say. I am strongly rethinking our commitment to Disney and thus Orlando, Uh, he threatened. Uh, the more Disney moves away from the values and vision of Walt Disney, the less Walt, the less Disney World means to me. He says. Mm. Uh, let's see. He uh, recently uh, he he was he was reacting to uh, changes that the company recently announced to the Disney Look, which comprises guidelines for how you dress at the park and your appearance. Uh, the company rolled out more gender-inclusive rules. It allows workers to have a broader range of hairstyles, paint your fingernails, wear jewelry, regardless How? of your gender identity. How dare they? So these are all things that were restricted before. Uh, you know Disney- what, though? If you, uh, have you watched the video of Disney making, like, the Disney announcement, at, like, when they were adding the fifth mm-hmm. key inclusivity? Mm-hmm. Like, it was really emotional. And it was nice, yeah. It's a nice step in the right direction. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Disney is allowing workers to grow longer facial hair. That was always restricted at the parks. And the park's uh, cast members can have visible tattoos if they're small and not located uh, on or above the neck. Okay. So you're saying Disneyland workers used to have to abide by the uh, BYU code of conduct? Oh, <laughs> oh yes. Probably. 
<laughs> no, perhaps even more strict than that. Tony, Holy cow. Tony, it, when the park opened, uh, I, this was in the 60s or 70s, they wouldn't let people, guys with long hair in there. Serious customers, yeah. not you not even workers. Yeah. yeah. Wow. Hippies. We don't want hippies in yeah, here. We yeah, we don't because we don't want hippies in here. You That's know? wild. Uh, let's see. In the past, employees couldn't have visible uh, uh, tattoos. Facial hair could be no longer than one inch. Uh, the guy continues to write, "I'm not traveling across the country and paying thousands of dollars to watch someone I do not know express themselves." <laughs> well, you can okay. do that for free on your television, you <laughs> asshole. All right. <laughs> Jeez. Don't get on a bus. Yeah, exactly. Uh, but that wasn't the only target of his ire. He described himself oh as, hey, surprise, a Christian. Uh, <laughs> he described himself as a Christian and conservative <sighs> Republican. Took issue with changes that the theme park has made to its rides. Uh, last uh, summer, Disney announced it was overhauling uh, Splash Mountain, of course, at both Magic Kingdom and at uh, Disneyland. Uh, the ride was originally based on, well, Song of the South, which... You know, yeah. <laughs> uh, the new version of the ride is going to focus on characters from the film *The Princess and the Frog*, which was uh, uh, a great little movie. Uh, more recently, uh, Disney unveiled changes that will uh, make the Jungle Cruise boat ride uh, less racist. Yes, uh, <laughs> it, it said the company is removing outdated depictions of people of color. The ride portrays indigenous people as violent, <laughs> and one literally being depicted as a headhunter. There was a character named Trader Sam who would hold up shrunken heads and also let's not let's not forget Disney is also first a corporation mm-hmm. and so redoing Splash Mountain to make it more relevant to a movie mm-hmm. that came out not in nineteen forty six. Yeah. A movie a movie then, that they have not re released in uh, decades because yes. I have a VHS copy of it. Yeah, they wow. buried that thing, yeah. Yeah. Um, uh, but also, the Jungle Cruise is coming out next year, or this year, whenever. And then there's that, yeah. yeah. But then they mentioned the Pirates of the Caribbean changes that take the wench for the bride part. Uh, hey, he, now. He, he continues to write, The parks are less fun because immersion, and thus the joy, is taking a backseat to politics. <laughs> what? Wow. Uh, he I added, like to feel nostalgic about my racism. He yeah, added the, Exactly. Is- he added that an immersive Whoa. experience should not be sacrificed on the altar of political correctness and appeasing the Twitter mob, uh, he says. Um, I'm going to okay. Google the IQ of this guy. Uh, <laughs> yeah, do that. What's <laughs> Jesus. Oi, oi, oi. Like, there's not going to be any more Christian Republican people at Disneyland. Cool. I'm down. Yeah, I, my reply to this was, great, there's more room for the rest of us at the park now. Yeah. You know what's so, funny is like... You know, 200, 200 years from now, 300 years, 500 years from now, they're going to have a theme park, and it's going to be like, they're probably going to have that guy. It, the, like the, <laughs> He's one of like animatronics. You go, like, you could, do this, you could do Splash Mountain, and it'll be the same guys that stormed the Capitol. Woke like, police. that'll be the... Woo! Yeah, that'll, boo! Yeah. Woke police! And it shows, woo. like, the animatronic, <laughs> animatronic writing a letter to his congressman, like, I, this is a piece of my mind. But if you go if you go on Twitter if you go on Twitter and I follow okay I'm a nerd I follow Abigail Disney uh, she's the uh, she's the sis, she's the Disney sister who uh, is not in the in the group because well she thinks that the workers should be paid well and treated well yes yeah, she's, she's, 
She's get out of here. Just, they shouldn't have to die really awesome. in their car in the yeah. parking lot because they have She's, nowhere to live. She, exactly. she heard the she heard the term broke o- broken Olaf and like freaked out. <laughs> if she you, if uh, you understand what broken Olaf means, it's terrifying. She uh, she wrote a huge reply to this guy on Twitter. He says, I'm writing to this not to call you out or make fun of you. I would just like to make a few points here that all of, you know, about these things that you wrote in this op-ed. If you ever met some of these people, you might like them. And I think maybe that's the problem is that you live in this white Republican Christian bubble and you don't meet different people. And if you met them, you'd, you'd say to yourself, yeah, these are people too. They, they should they should have rights they should be able to walk freely amongst us and everything's fine it, it is a beautiful thing look for it abigail disney replies on twitter to this to this asshole uh, she puts it much better than i could possibly i should have printed it up and read it to you but uh, don't worry I i'm was, finding it don't I you was worry late. terry you look for that on twitter all right uh what are we uh, consuming this week what do we have who wants to go first I, I'm not watching anything. I haven't watched anything new, so nothing new. Okay. Yeah, but I, I just got to oh. say, uh, hmm? this uh, week's Invincible Ooh. was Ooh. so goddamn good. It so was good. good. I need, uh, yeah, I need to. I need to get back caught yeah. up. Yeah. Now, see, this is this is where they're getting into the sh- into the show, and I would hate to tell you know, as we call them pedestrians, you know, folks who are non geeks who are interested in something like this. You know, I'd like to watch it. I hate to to have the caveat of. You got to give it some time. Yeah, it'll, yeah. it'll kick in. Trust me. That's how. But they, that's yeah, that's, that's the case. All, yeah, that's how the best yeah. stories are, though. They, yeah. they take a, a, a bit to build up. Exactly. And they, I, they did that in this. Give it some time. Oh, it's building I, up to something, you know. Well, I knew I'm new to the series, and I thought I was the first thing. I'm like, I'm on board regardless. I was like, this is just cool and interesting and in a fresh take. And I, I'm and I haven't watched the newest episode yet, but I'm like, I'm excited Ooh. to see what happens. So yeah, yeah, you'll like and, it. Um, it's good. And also Mortal Kombat, big the movie, big stupid fun. I think it was. I was drunk when I watched it. I think I it was, was drunk I, too, but it, I loved it. I was super stoned. I was maybe a little too stoned, but I was <laughs> Good for you. super invested. Uh, I cheered Wait, for Sonya. I would like I cared about yeah, I, these characters. Yeah, like you did. I, oh, okay. and I know nothing. I know nothing. I mean, I kind of <laughs> cared. I, I yeah, I only kind of yeah. cared. But like, I know nothing about Mortal Kombat except like they're fighty. Um, but I wow. had a blast. <laughs> they're yeah. fighty. They're fighty. fighty. I, and there That's was all I know. I don't remember the character with the the metal hat. I don't remember him. Uh, Kung Lao. Right. Ray? Is that no? He, he had the, the metal no, hat. He had, that, he had. There was like a frisbee a that would cut your head. You know, cut your head off with it, kind of thing. I don't remember oh. that character. And then, and then cool. when he won, he went Fing, flawless victory. Flawless yeah, that's Kung. Victory. That's Kung Lao. That's that's, that's okay. Kung Lao. Like, okay, yeah. all right. Yeah, that's Liu Kang's yeah, like went, cousin. He went Fing, flawless victory, and I went. Oh, I bet that's a video game thing. It is. It is. Uh, and it. Uh, <laughs> fatality. <laughs> Finish him. Andrew came upstairs halfway through. He's like, "Where's Scorpion?" And I'm like, "Who?" And he's That's... like, he he sh- flings a weapon on a rope, and I'm like, "Oh, he's back in oh, the past." Guy. But I bet, I bet he shows up. Yeah, I did that to I did that to Egg, right? Because I don't know anything about it either. I was like, "Okay, I know that guy is Sub Zero." Yeah, he What's was the one I knew. Guy's Later? name. Later when and he shows he's up like, with he's his like, face Scorpion. Yeah. 
because I only Literally ever played this face mask. I'm like, yeah. is that snake eyes? Because I only ever chose to play as Sub-Zero or uh, Sonya Blade. Those are the two characters I played as when I played, and I didn't play much. But uh, I thought the, the, the actress who was uh, Sonya Blade was uh, quite she impressive. She was great. She and who was, oh, who was that other woman, the one with the, the Joker smile with the mud that on was, her face? That's that, oh, was that that wrestler? Fuck, I cannot remember. Because she was, she was awesome. I Don't mean, worry, I'm you on know, it. I mean, she was only on the screen for a total of maybe four minutes, but yeah. every time she was there, I was just like, I couldn't take my eyes off of her. She was. Amazing. Her name starts with a M something. Melanie. Yeah. Mil- oh, oh, okay. Melania so her Trump. name is Cece Stringer. <laughs> That's no. the actress's name? That's the actress's name. What's the character's yeah. name? Oh, Melina. Melina, yes. Melina, yes. Oh, okay. Cece Stringer. Is she in the game? My- I think Melina she was and a Katana. Yeah. Oh, okay. All right. There's yeah, Melina and Katana. Lo- she looks like that other wrestler who's on Mandalorian and it's driving. Sasha Banks. Thank you. Sasha Banks. Banks, yeah. Okay. I'm with uh, the so shit, that, bro. Let's get it. So that was uh, that was your watching, uh, uh, Rebecca. You watched it as well and enjoyed Mortal it. Mortal Kombat, yeah, and the second episode of the Nevers. Um, yeah. Which again, God, kind I'm of a pissed. bummer that I like it. <laughs> yeah. Uh, anything else, or should we move on to? Uh, I uh, same thing. I watched uh, the second episode of the Nevers, and I'm just like, you know, that that's the issue. Again, getting into Joss Whedon and his world building, like yeah. you get a creative property that's completely unique, completely original. Sure, it cribs heavily from things that have come before, but that's what a good creator mm-hmm. does. The world building is exquisite. It is phenomenal. It is. It it, it is X Men eighteen ninety nine, but yeah. women. Oh, yeah, it's yeah. really and, cool, and it's like you know, you just kind of don't know where they're going. And I man, and love we learned that. we learned the villain's superpower this week too, and it's mm-hmm. so fucking clever. Carrie, do you remember how awesome it was every episode of Wild Wild West when Artemis Gordon would be like, "Hey, Jim, I got some good gear for you." Yeah. They had that moment in this episode oh, where, where Mrs. True was getting ready to go storm the bad guy's lair and her best friend, her bestie, whose power is that she can see where electrical current wants to be. So she's an inventor. So she's hmm. like, one of the bad guys can actually conjure up fireballs. That's her power. She fired, yeah. She She's... What was her name? Like Fireball Annie or something like that. But anyway. Oh yeah. Yeah. So she's like, oh, I've created these 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 fo- photovoltaic lenses that will darken for you right before. She basically created um, transition lenses for her so that if yeah, she- seriously, <laughs> nice. that's cool. But right. yeah, it's just a badass little show, and I'm like, awesome. cool. Thank you so much for giving me a show that I really want to watch, even though I kind of want to despise the showrunner. All right, uh, Jay, what have you been watching, or have you oh, been shit. house hunting? Oh yeah, well, no, actually, a bit of, it's a little bit of both. You know, we're okay. on season three. Of, we're on season three of Zillow right now, and uh, <laughs> we, are doing, we are doing. But the, yo, in this season, we do a time travel episode. We go back to 1975 to see if the house has lead paint in it. So it's great. Uh-huh. You know, I'm really loving the showrunner, um, our re- showrunner slash realtor uh, Gene. She's fantastic. And, uh, it's a great. A it's a great man. cast of people. Yeah, the, the yeah I know right. And it's uh, just a good. It's just a great. Uh, hopefully, we get the structural uh, information and the electricals. Uh, so I'm just really excited to be a part of the the cast and, yeah. and crew. Uh, it's a great. Tune crew. in. Tune in next time to see if. The- electrical comes in yeah right uh, no, um 
to be honest, so, okay. Yeah. Here's one show I gotta recommend is uh, okay. Restaurants on the Edge, uh, on Netflix. I don't know if anyone's uh, into that, uh, but it's about it's it gets it, it's too close cool. to home. <laughs> yeah, I'm sure. I'm sure it does. <laughs> but the cool part about this this show, it talks. It, it was smoothly, yeah. smoothly yeah. slipping in there. All right. Yeah. yeah. It talks about sh uh, restaurants that are basically about to lose their business uh, <laughs> because of. <laughs> yep. Yeah. Trigger warning. Uh, <laughs> but the cool part is it's it takes place around the world. So you get to go to Canada. Oh. There's a, Slo a Sloviana. Uh, there's a restaurant in like Brazil and um, mm -hmm. in Jamaica. So like it's really cool because it's like a, a travel show. Lots of uh, I've watched lots this, and lots of drawing shots. Yeah, it's really yeah. good. I, I loved it. <laughs> uh, Tony, what have you been watching consuming? Uh, same, same stuff I always uh, talk about, but then I also finished an audiobook that I want to recommend that was uh, quite good. It's a fantasy. Dark Tony. It's a fa <laughs> fantasy book called Dark Red Tony. Uh, no, it's called The Dwarves, and it's by Marcus Heights. That's Heitz. so fucking good. It was way good. It's so good. There's nothing like a German high fantasy novel. I I've read the whole series. It's fantastic. Oh, good. Yeah, that's I was I was actually going to hit you up about it, Lee, if you'd checked it out yeah. already. So yeah, yeah the it's the dwarves. Great. It's about a 26 hour listen. It's it's a little bit on the longer side, uh, but mm -hmm. I highly recommend it, especially if you enjoy those kinds of characters. It's the first book or really any property I've read where the dwarves characters play the. 100% the main roles. And yeah. so it's it's really right. good. Cool. It's great. Love it. Uh, I have a couple of recommendations. Uh, one that I love and one that I think everyone else will love that I'm not crazy about, but I think you guys will love it. Especially if you're... Uh, well, let me tell you about Made for Love first. I've been watching that. Yeah. Uh, on uh, on uh, HBO Max. Is and it's... You know, when, when you hear the premise of the show, you're like, yeah, whatever. But watch the show because it... It really goes a little bit further than that. And that is an Elon Musk type character has created a, a chip to put into your lover's head and you put All one right. in your head so that you can be closer. You know, it like reads each other's thoughts and shit. Yeah, I keep meaning yeah. to watch this and I just well, haven't he, gotten so, to it yet. Yeah, he, uh, he sneaks the chip into his wife's head while she's mm. sleeping. Mm. Uh, you know, so she didn't ask for it. There was no consent. And uh, so she then escapes this place that he lives and is uh, running back home. And what were you going to say, Rebecca? Um, so I actually have an article about this on Big Shiny Robot. Oh, um, okay. BigShinyRobot.com, me and Cassidy Ward, we did kind of like an interview back and forth where we just talked about the show and get a little bit deeper into it, which uh, I recommend. There's a, there's, a, there's a lot of fun stuff happening in it, a lot of interesting and make-you-think stuff, but my favorite part is Ray Romano is her father, and uh, he, uh, he's having a relationship with a sex doll. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah! And he treats her like she's real. Okay, Tony. And there's, <laughs> there's, there's this, and, and so if you can picture Ray Romano in full-blown serious acting mode, oh, saying to his, Good. saying to his daughter, saying to his daughter, Just you don't, give your mom, give your mom you a don't, kiss goodbye. No, not even. That's not his. That's not your mother. That's not your oh. mother. Oh, that's your mother's but dad. You that's still a different have thing. To respect her. But he says. I don't think you treat Diane with enough respect. Yes, yeah, see, this is oh so God. rife for humor. 
And um, then there's a scene where they're at the breakfast table and the daughter sits down with Ray and Diane. And uh, he, he, she looks and sees that she, Diane has a full plate of food. Oh, what? And, he's like, and she's like, how does this work, Dad? Do you like eat the food and then pretend she ate it? Or how does this work? You're not treating Diane with enough respect here. <laughs> oh my and God. so then she reaches this over, is... and grabs Diane's toast, and just starts eating it and goes, see, that's how I do. All right? Okay. <laughs> this, uh, this show, um, I know I, I talked about it a, a while ago, but it really just emphasizes how Kristen Malati has like really nailed, like she's dialed in this trope of a woman trapped in a bizarre sci-fi scenario. She's good. Yeah. It's a very specific trope that she's nailed. <laughs> yeah. And it's it's terrific. So I, I would suggest you watch it. It's quite enjoyable. And then the show that I'm not watching, but I think y'all will enjoy, especially if you've watched a lot of anime. The show is called The Way of the House Husband. Yeah, I saw uh, the trailer for this, this is, and I was like, Lee, get, is, back in, get back yeah, in the frame. This is, this, is, this is on Netflix. <laughs> and I think what they're doing is that it's people who produce anime who are making fun of anime. I, oh. I really believe this. I've watched the first, like, Four or five episodes. Sue loves it. It's I can't watch it. Uh, it's it's not Some, for me. Sometimes the anime creators will make fun of otaku culture, and it's breathtaking. That's exactly what they're doing with this show, then, because yeah. oh, it know, is a book series. Yeah, he it, this show. It's so funny because they're making fun of all those anime tropes. Mm -hmm. uh, you know, but the deal is, is that this guy is a former yakuza. But he's now a house husband. But right. he approaches his house husbandry with the same verver as he did when he was a yakuza, when he was a killer <laughs> for the yakuza. You know, mm -hmm. so well, he'll that's... he'll get this dark face, and you know, it'll be in, in Japanese. It sounds much more menacing, but it'll be uh, you know, I've been working very hard, very hard for many many days on this project, and then you, <laughs> you the camera immediately jumps back, and you see him in his apron with a you know with an anime character on it and he says brownies you know <laughs> yeah so there's there's two other series that have gone that route one is uh Gurren Lagann which makes fun of the giant mecha series to the point where at one point they make a giant mecha that's made out of every mecha that exists in the universe and it's so big <laughs> yes. that they actually burst through one universe into another universe oh, so that they have a universe awesome. big enough to contain it and also like one of the characters wow. wears a string bikini through the entire thing so that when they get to the obligatory swimsuit beach episode everybody in the whole series is like oh god because every anime episode, every anime series ever has a beach episode, mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and they're like, "Oh God, we can't wait till we get to the episode with Yoko. We can't wait to see what she wears. She wears a fucking muumu through the entire episode. It's so hysterical." <laughs> but, but they're also then, they're they're also throwing in this little bit toward the end of the episodes, which is this big anime cat thing where the cat gets his own minute or two of adventure. <laughs> <laughs> okay, you know, awesome. and so there's a scene where the cat is just out walking around and sees this poor dog caught up in his leash and, and tangled up and the cat starts taking a shit in the dog's yard and he's like could you help me and he says uh, uh, no i'm sorry i'm just, I, I got the uh, <laughs> i'm very busy right? i'm, I'm okay. is this, don't shit in my yard i'll get blamed for that and he goes oh now i see you talked and it crawled back up inside me now and i can't <laughs> you know? oh my god you know so it's All but right. again, it. it's not for me. It's for it's for yeah. anime fans. I think yeah. you'll like it. So well, I'm and then it's called it's called the way 
It's called The Way of the House Husband on Netflix. Similarly, along those lines, One Punch Man does kind of the same thing with the overpowered anime hero or superhero tropes. Real in the name. Yeah. Okay, (laughs) games, Tony, and then we'll wrap this up. Uh, we got a couple things coming out this week that actually look interesting. Uh, one's called Second Extinction on Xbox uh, and the Xbox Series X and S and Xbox One. It's it's a uh, basically a shoot 'em up with uh, dinosaurs as as the bad guys. Mm-hmm. Something happens to the Earth. Humanity leaves the Earth. A thousand years later, or whatever, they come back and the Earth is overrun by dinosaurs again for some reason. Yeah. And you've got to reclaim the Earth. So that looks pretty cool. Um, let's see. We also, we got a new uh, Sony exclusive game coming out this week called Returnal. Looks very interesting. It's got kind of a uh, RPG progression uh, aspect to it, but it's also got time loop mechanics where when you die, you you come back at the beginning of the day again and yeah. have to figure everything out. There's a lot of games out that kind of do that aspect. They're called roguelites. And mm-hmm. uh, this one <clears throat> looks like it has kind of a fun spin on that. It also looks gorgeous, the graphics, too. And then uh, also, if you're a big Pokemons fan, this is your time. The On the Switch, we're getting a new Pokemon Snap game. So if you like taking fake pictures of fake animals, that's your, that's your <laughs> thing right there. Pokemon Snap on the Switch. Yep. I'm into photography. Well, this is right up your alley. <laughs> that's it. All right, there you go. That's your games. Uh, All right, we're going to uh, leave you now and go and record exclusively for our Patreon our uh, thoughts and feelings on the season finally of Falcon and the Winter Soldier. Rebecca has a few thoughts. (laughs) I'm a woman with opinions. (laughs) (laughs) Coming up. Uh, So go to geekshowgotthiscovered.com. Mr. B, if you would, please. God, I can't eat this fucking ham. It's all covered in sand. (laughs) <laughs> I hate sand. The